whether or not you are live inside of my truck as we wait for the sun to come up and the truck to warm up <clears throat> so we can go to work and push dirt with a bulldozer because what red-blooded American male child growing up didn't want to be a bulldozer operator when they grew up, right? Good morning. Preemptive warning. Whole bunch of bear swag in the store at uh, bearindependent.com. And apparently YouTube now allows you to like feature products or some shit. I don't know. Allegedly, there's somewhere down here in the doobly-doo. If you want like a goats and hose shirt or a tumbler or a sticker <clears throat> or whatever, they're there. The very popular design we did back in the day, the goats and hose. And there's more coming. Uh, the uh, Unafraid, the Capitol Building, Ungovernable, and some uh, new designs as well that my wife has been working on. Okay? Okay! Cool. Hey, did you see some guy got stabbed in the neck in, uh, was it Korea yesterday, South Korea? 59-year-old dude just punk, right in the neck. Capitol building, uh, bomb scares. Do you guys see that? Yeah, it's the best. It's tremendous. Also, um, the earth is apparently revolting as well. Bear Independent Brief for Jan 24. New year, new me. The new year is off to a wild start. A recent 7.5 magnitude earthquake struck Japan and had multiple large aftershocks and triggered tsunami alerts all the way to eastern Russia. Buildings crumbled, fires erupted, and at least 57 people were killed. On top of all of that, aftershocks may last for months, according to a U.S. Geological Survey seismologist, Susan Ho, who said, quote, An earthquake this big is going to continue to have aftershocks. It could easily have aftershocks bigger than magnitude 6, so that's going to be a hazard of its own. End quote. Also, completely unrelated, I don't do a whole lot of dreaming, but I had a dream last night about uh, multiple, multiple, multiple homes on fire with holes burned through them, and uh, myself and my wife and Pastor Joe and Sister Kate were there, and uh, as well as many, many other people whom I know and love, and we were uh, helping people put these fires out, and trying to at the same time figure out what the hell happened here and then it hit me in the dream mountain dew baby direct energy weapons now is that prophetic i'm not saying that it is i'm just saying i rarely dream and i had a very vivid vivid dream of direct energy weapons uh i don't know two hours ago three hours ago it was at uh at 4 11 a.m i woke up from that dream so three hours ago for what it's worth blue roof time but it's not just mother nature that's ringing in the new year in awful ways conflicts along the borders of israel has no notably increased as monday and tuesday early tuesday morning the idf responded to a syrian rocket fire in the north of israel with retaliatory airstrikes on syrian military infrastructure and missiles from lebanon struck a structure in israel's border town shlomi Additionally, the IDF has also conducted strikes on Hezbollah infrastructure in Lebanon's border town, Yarun. It's well understood who is ultimately behind these various attacks on Israel. As Al Jazeera's Sarah Kaharait reported, quote, What Israel is facing at the moment is fighters in various countries in the region that are mostly backed by Iran, end quote. Well, Sarah Kaharait, no shit. 
We know this. We've been talking about this uh, since October 7th, 2023, when uh, Hamas felt froggy and invaded, attacked. <sighs> the Iranians, uh, they've got a warship in the Red Sea now. We pulled, we, the United States, pulled one of our uh, carrier strike groups out. The Ford, I believe, has been pulled out. Um, but we are also, interestingly, hitting more and more targets in Syria, Lebanon, kind of inching our way towards Iran. Iran, according to the, uh, what is it, the IAEA? Shut up, windshield. I'm trying to do a brief over here. International Atomic Energy Association has enough visible uh, material to make at least three nuclear weapons. And uh, so they're, what do they call it, the breakout period, the time that it takes to go from, say, 60% uranium, which is considered weapons grade, to 90% highly purified weapons grade, uh, and to be able to field a missile, uh, they estimate Iran's breakout period is somewhere around 10 to 14 days right now. So that's got a bunch of people chewing on their fingernails. What's up, whip? Even though uh, probably the best way to handle this is um, rather than chewing on your fingernails, eh, smoke them. But uh, see, there's a word that the military industrial complex uses to determine whether or not the country has the balls to do something like that. And that's called resolve. Do we have the resolve? And no, we do not have the resolve. We, if you identify as an American, as part of this Babylonian system, we don't have the resolve and the leadership level to, um, you know, fly planes from the aircraft carrier in the Med or in the Red Sea or anywhere else. And uh, boom, 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 bang, 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 bird, 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 problem solved. You could make the argument, and many have, that the reason we don't have the resolve is that w the leadership has been bought and paid for to not have the resolve, to uh, just let it happen. Eh, we'll see. And a lot of, um, gosh dang, the prepper community pisses me off sometimes, just being perfectly frank. The brief that I did Tuesday... My briefs typically get, which is retarded, typically get about 20,000 views. Which on the one hand, praise you out, 20,000 views. On the other hand, uh, there's 195,000 people subscribed to this channel. Put a brief up on Tuesday morning uh, titled, It's a Civil War, Baby, and 30,000 people watched it. So it got more engagement than usual. Why? Because preppers love to be afraid. Oh no, it's a civil war. I gotta bust out my Amex, my MasterCard, my Visa my Bitcoin, my whatever, and I got to buy more stuff because it could be a civil war. And so because of that, because even though most people, and I'm not saying it's y'all, but most people in the preparedness space love to talk about their level of resilience and how, you know, they're going to not just survive, but thrive when the world ends. You, you put one little thing out there like civil war, uh, martial law, nuclear holocaust, and everybody freaks the F out. And they, they solve that anxiety by buying more shit. And that's consumerism, not preparedness. And that's what annoys me. Because preparedness is possessing the skills and the mindset to be able to make it through whatever may come. I'm not full-blown 
prepper gear mug. I got logging boots on, wool socks, covert threads, baby. Uh, a pair of jeans, a wool hoodie on, a pistol, a reload, a lighter, a knife, a tourniquet, an ankle kit, um, my wallet, and a cell phone. And I'm like, bring it. But what? But what happens if the Panamanian paratroopers land three towns away, bro? Well, not only can't show it on camera because YouTube gets angry on the live stream, but let's suffice it to say, one of my good buddies is sitting in the passenger seat, and um, the pockets of my truck doors are filled with food for my good buddy. And then what else happens? Well, there's a stomp bag back there, and a rucksack back there, and a plate carrier back there. Okay, but what about food? Well, there's a case of MREs back there. What about fuel? A full tank of gas, 50-gallon transfer tank. But what if your truck breaks down? Well, maintain your shit. Good tires, oil change, lights work, tools on the truck. Blah, 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 blah. But what if, what if you get stuck? Come along's chain rope winch. What if, but what if, what if, what if? Uh, radio, GPS, compass, handheld radio. And it's not prepper flex. It's just the way that I live. What if it gets really cold? Sleep kit, temporary shelter in one of the toolboxes. Bibs and a heavy winter coat. Like, it's just a way of life. You don't have to, like, buy a ton of shit because you ate all your fingernails off because the Iranians are going to launch nuclear missiles at us. Maybe. Maybe. And saying, here's the real thing. If they do. If they do, you get an alert on your phone. Baby, check the news. The missiles are inbound. And you click the news on and you watch it. And the missiles are inbound. And you still live in a shitty place surrounded by shitty people with your shitty job and your shitty car and your shitty house because you didn't take the personal responsibility to change that situation whenever ago when you could have because it was easier to stay mired in your own bullshit wherever you are. Now the missiles are flying at you, and it's like, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to go to my bug out location. You, you and three million of your closest friends are all going to hit the highway and leave at the same time? No. So what are you actually going to do? You're going to pray and potentially be vaporized. And then people say, yeah, but... You know, the problems might start in a city, but they're going to come to the country. Okay, there's a lot of land in between the city and the country. There's also statistically been proven out over and over and over again by everybody from statisticians to psychologists to uh, law enforcement, federal and state law enforcement, that criminals operate in the areas that they're comfortable in. People stay in areas that they're comfortable in, which is why so many of you haven't strategically relocated yet. And so maybe MS-13 decides that they've had enough of trying to run the south side of Dallas and they're going to meander their way up to Oklahoma, which is not an easy thing to do in today's day and age. But they just decide, you know what, boys, we've had enough of southeast Dallas. We're headed to eastern Oklahoma. Okay. It's a significant foot movement. Maybe they have vehicles. They get up here. And then what are they going to do? Who are you going to subjugate? What's there to rob? best of luck so the the whole so much of this prepper fantasy fallacy bullshit is 
And it's a marketing scheme. External stimulus causes anxiety. It's Hegelian dialectic. And then you offer the solution to their anxiety of buy my whatever it might be. Get out of that mindset. And ultimately, here's the thing I guess I think I need to say to you guys today. Because I'm, to be honest, I don't even know why the hell I'm doing a brief this morning. Other than there's a certain expectation that I would. So here I am. <clears throat> there's two types of people. There's people that life happens to. And there's people that happen to life. And I would encourage you strongly, new year, new me, to pull your head out of your ass and be one of those people that happens to life, not the other way around. I am going to happen to this day today. This day is not going to happen to me. That's a mindset shift. I'm going to go out into this world today and I'm going to positively affect this world to the best of my ability while maintaining my righteousness, providing provision, protection, and blessing for my family and my home, loving people that I can to the best of my ability, but not being a sop and wet P word, not being a pushover, not tolerating bullshit. I'm going to happen to this world today, not the other way around. This world is not going to happen to me. And what ha the mental shift that happens with that is I now go from being reactive, have all this external stimulus that's causing me to react to whatever the problem might be. This gets my cortisol up, my stress up, puts me into short-term decision-making, all of which is bad, reactive, and puts me into proactive. I'm going to happen in this world. What do I want to happen? What's my job? My job is to live a life that puts a smile on the Father's face, to be His hands and feet, to affect positive change, to at a minimum maintain through stewardship all the good things that I've got, all the things that He's blessed me with. <clears throat> so I still have to engage with the world, but I'm in the world, not of the world. But I happen to the world, not the other way around. And like just that simple mental framework, shifting that mental framework for all of y'all in the preparedness space. And I know this is supposed to be a prepper channel. Well, if you spent like more than two videos or live streams here, you probably figured out I'm a person of deep faith who lives on a homestead, who operates businesses and ministries that talks about preparedness occasionally, that's surrounded by people that he loves living in an intentional community who was a busted up piece of shit covered in satanic tattoos. And now by the blood of Messiah is saved so that I get to go out into the world and happen to the world, not the other way around. And so occasionally, we're going to talk about bullshit that's happening out there in the world that's going to get people to eat their fingernails, get their, their blood pressure up, increase their pulse rate. But the crux of the issue is, none of that shit really matters, especially if it doesn't spur you to action. And if that action isn't righteous action, you're just LARPing, you're just faking, you're just full of shit like the world is. That is what I came to tell you all today. Screw everything else. Forget what's happening in the world. Forget the articles that I've got pulled up my phone that we could have talked about. Swipe, 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 gone. Forget all that other shit. Be a man of Elohim. Be a woman of Elohim. When you go out into this world today, 
eyes open, shoulders back, chin up. You happen to the world, not the other way around. Not your will be done, Yah's will be done. Because this world will try and chew you up and spit you out and corrupt you and turn you into a broken piece of shit so that you can be subjugated, so that wealth and energy can be extracted from you. Negative. We work for the source of life. You have an infinite, fearfully and wonderfully made spark of life in you. You are incredibly special and wonderful in the eyes of the Creator. Don't take any shit from this world at all. Zero. Don't go out here and be a dick. But don't tolerate anything. Meekness. What is meekness? The meek shall inherit the world. Do you know what meekness is? Meekness means in the Hebrew connotation, he who has a sword and has his hand upon the sword, but has enough wisdom and discernment to know when to keep it sheathed. An incredibly dangerous man that is not looking for a fight, but is ready if there is one. That is who shall inherit the earth. That is who you and I are supposed to be. And we work for dad. We work for the man upstairs. And if he be for us, who can be against us? So screw all this other bullshit. <clears throat> Don't chew your fingernails today. Don't throw your Amex at problems today. When you go out into the world, you happen to the world. The world doesn't happen to you. Y'all tracking? I gotta go push some dirt. I love y'all. Have a blessed day. Shalom.